Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's broadcast of the Prism 4 School of Small Business, where you're talking small business resources, tips, and strategies with me, Salome Chung, CEO of Prism 4 Enterprises. To please, uh, when you tune into us every week, we hope to impart um, valuable information for everyone who's either thinking of starting a business or already in business. Mm -hmm. uh, please um, tell everyone in your world about this broadcast, as well as search and find us on YouTube. Um, subscribe to the channel. Uh, what do they say? Share our videos. Um, because the more you do that, the more everyone out there can be privy to the information that we give here. Um, today, we are talking to or having a conversation about funding for, for small business, particularly entrepreneurs. If you are an, an entrepreneur, you know that getting funding is one of the biggest hurdles. And it is one of the reasons why small businesses fail. Um, you've already used up your money, uh, your personal funds, your friends and family are tapped out. Um, you can't get funding from a bank because you don't have a history, you have no revenues, you just have this big, great, grandiose idea. Um, so what are your options? Today, I'm having a conversation with Regan Rodriguez, CEO of Fifth Avenue Capital. Welcome to the conversation, Regan. Yes, Please welcome. Introduce yourself to our audience and tell them how you can help an entrepreneur who is, who is flat out of options and needs somebody who is open to their big, fantastic, grandiose idea. Yeah, well... Thank you, Salome, for having me on. Uh, as you mentioned, my name is Regan Rodriguez. I'm with Fifth Avenue Capital. And I, I liked your question. Your, your question was, what would you say to that person that has this grandiose idea? I'm assuming it fits under the, the category that, that I look into, meaning at least at 10 million and you're probably referring to the ones that are wanting 100 million or more, yet they don't own land, they don't have any assets, and they don't know how to move from this big step that they, or this big vision they've got from where they're at today. Is that, I just want to make sure, is that kind of the, the question you're asking? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, entrepreneurs, um, by yeah. definition, have great ideas, and some of them are um, are um, life changing, but most of them don't never get to the market. We never get the benefit of these grandiose, awesome, yeah. changing ideas because there's no money to get it from. I have an idea to uh -huh. to getting to the the market to the customer. Um, it could be something that changes the world, that has a big impact in health, development, we, but we never know because they don't have the money to fund it. Yeah. So someone says, Regan, I'm out of ideas. Someone referred me to you. How can you help me? Sure. 
first let's begin with the business plan. I, I'm gonna wanna see either the business plan or an executive summary. I, of course, it is somewhat surprising to me when somebody wants millions of dollars, yet they, they really don't have a business plan put together. Uh, I, I do work with a lot of people, as you know, that they, they do have a business plan, but it's maybe not in the right category or it's not gonna get attention to the investors I talk to. So I am gonna recommend that that person maybe tweak their business plan a little bit. And as, as you know, you've referred to people to me that maybe didn't have the best business plan put together. And they said, I'll tell you what, Regan, I'm okay with your firm. We're gonna hire you guys to help put together a business plan. And then it was just the other day, you also referred me to, to you know, who I'm referring to, Amanda, who's a CPA. And even she said, although I know numbers really well, and you know she's got this good size accounting practice, she said the wording and how to word it, I'd rather just use the people you use. So I think the best way to answer that question is, let's begin with a business plan. Okay, um, well, that makes sense. Um, it's often challenging to get that big idea and everything that surrounds it on paper. So um, once you've got that accomplished, um, what can they then expect? Ah, yeah. They can expect conflict to take place along the way. And I'm, I'm kind of joking, kind of not. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Define what you mean by conflict. Have you ever noticed in your life, whenever you make a decision to do something, and I'm, I'm mostly thinking about when you're thinking about stepping outside of your comfort zone, which mm -hmm. by the way is hard for me. I'm, I'm so set in my ways and I, so let's assume you, you do decide to step out of your comfort zone. I don't know why the world works this way, but for some reason, whenever you want to accomplish something, it seems like there are certain roadblocks along the way. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's the way the world and the way God set things up for us to maybe have strength in a certain area where that muscle might be weak? What do I mean by that? Yeah, uh, uh, and your point is well taken because I have um, in my line of work, which is coaching small business, uh -huh. um, I hear that every day. Uh, it's the roadblocks and you have to have um, the strength and the presence of mind to the presence of mind to hang in there when things get, when the roadblocks start, you know, they're going to appear out of nowhere. Um, but, and, and of course, getting the money they need is one of those. So um, you, you've given them um, some confidence now in their business plan. Um, now you're kind of trying to get the roadblocks out of their way. Um, so what could they expect, Regan? Let's say, um, you know, they're wanting to build a massive entertainment complex yeah. and they come to you and they say, Regan, this is what I have. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have a business plan now. We've talked about a lot of the logistics and how things are going to fall into place. Um, when can I break ground? How long is that going to take? Yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting you brought that up. And I don't know if you did because I had shared with you about an indoor water project that I'm working on. 
and mm -hmm. so that that is a large project it it is in the hundred millions and so you're asking what's the next step right uh, the, the, the next step is obviously for me to talk to a few key investors of mine for me to present this uh, with a, the foundation as well as the yield co that I am a, a co-advisor to and from there see if we can get any traction with the investors I have and, okay. and I think you, you've seen that sometimes we don't and that that's okay it's not a bad thing it, it just means maybe we need to tweak a few things to then position your your business to the point where you can start accepting investments. Right. Um, you know, Regan, in my experience as well, um, mm -hmm. oftentimes um, an entrepreneur will have a great idea, but yeah. they're in the wrong market. So they may think this is a market for what I have in place. But like you say, if they just tweak it a little bit, yeah. and uh, sometimes if you start targeting, um, uh, businesses as opposed to, well, businesses are consumers as well, but, but if you start targeting the, the corporation rather than the individual, that might expand your market a little. So just tweaking it somewhat um, can really strengthen your, your um, brings you more from a position of strength to say, here, uh, Mr. Investor, this is where I'm going. Um, I think um, it would be in your best interest to invest in my company. Yeah, You're, you brought up a, a couple of things that, that reminded me about the process. Number one, you brought up that, that strength part, right? And as I mentioned before, you're going to have conflict that's going to that's going to happen. That that just happens when you think about movies. And you know, you asked me when we first got on how I enjoyed my weekend, and and that that's uh, that's that's how boring my wife and I are. We 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 watch movies on the weekend, right? To to relax. I think I think most people in life they they rest, uh, or I'm sorry, they 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 work so that they can rest, right? Yeah. Well, we rest so that we can work. And what I love about movies is they have one thing in common. It's a character that wants something and then they overcome conflict to get it. And that's, that's the same thing in life. Oh, you mentioned about strength. Think about this. If you talk to people that, that like working out, that lift weights, they'll tell you they like it when they're sore. Why? Because that's evidence that what? It's working, yes, yes. So when you have those conflicts that happen along the way, they may not be business related. It might be that your car broke down or your, your engine blew. Uh, I, I actually remember a, a friend of mine that started a business and then right after that his engine blew. And he said to me, why do you think that is? Do you think maybe that's God telling me that I'm not supposed to start a business? And I said, what? What? Uh, what kind of an excuse is that? No, I think it's the other way around. What if God is preparing you to go through conflict? And I said, now let's also remember what is a car breaking down? 
have anything to do with your business? Because to him, he thinks it has a lot to do with it. Well, the reality is his car would have broken down. Anyway. Maybe, right? Maybe. If not, if you want to subscribe under the philosophy that this bad thing that happened to me was as a result of God or was a result of me starting a business, hey, I'm all for that attitude. Let's embrace that attitude and say, okay, these are the things I've got to deal with along the way, whether they're business related or not, you're going to have to deal with them, attack it. And continue building your business. Yeah. Well, um, Regan, I, I'm going to be your guinea pig. So I, I, I'm the one that came to you. I'm like, I have this awesome idea. Nobody uh -huh. will lend me any money. Um, you're my last resort. Uh -huh. Okay, we've now done this uh, massive, robust, amazing business plan. Um, you've put it out to the investors. Um, now we're ready to move forward um, without giving away too many trade secrets. Sure. Once you've um, secured the funding mm -hmm. um, for someone, um, what does going forward look like? Let's say you say, Salome, I've secured um, 5 million for you. I know you wanted 10, but I secured 5 million for you. What, do, what does my next step look like? Am I breaking ground, um, getting um, the basics in place, setting up a team, which incidentally I should already have in place if I'm looking for money. If you're looking That's for right. money, guys, already have an idea of who your team right. is going to be. So I'm, I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, that the next steps would be receiving the money in draws because you're not going to get, no one's going to give you 5 million in one fell swoop. Um, you're going to need some accountability um, after each stage of um, as the project goes along. So is that basically what uh, an entrepreneur who gets this type of funding um, should expect? Or is there something else they should be preparing for? Yeah, there, there's a lot of else's that they, yeah. quite frankly, I don't care whether they prepare for them or not. Yeah. And, and I say that because it's not their money. Right. So whoever has the money and is now going to invest in your project, they kind of make the rules, right? Within, I mean, so. If that person says, yes, I will put in 5 million. Mm -hmm. However, we may decide as I talk with that investor or I talk with that fund that they don't want their 5 million to be released until the total amount. I'm working on a assisted living facility. It's a construction project. We're looking for 30 million. And that has really been the case. Five millions come in and we've had to hold it like this. Another five went in, we've had to hold it like this. And this person's like, I'm just eager to get started. Well, I, I know you're eager to get started, but there's other things you can start doing along the way before the funds are distributed to you. Like you said, working on your management team. And then like you also said, 
Yes, he had that prepared, but you know what? Since then, and the first draw of funding came in or, or came into escrow, if you will, it allowed him to think, do I need to maybe move some things around? Or this person that was on my team doesn't really seem like he's on my team. And then the other thing that happened, another person that was gonna operate the assisted living facility said, this is just taking too long. I wanna get started tomorrow. Well, that's foolish to say that because they haven't even broken ground yet. Yeah. So let, let me get to the point where I said, there's uh, the exact words where I think you said, are there other things they're going to have to, these weren't your exact words. You said something like deal with. And I said, yeah, there's no, a lot. No. Um, are there any other um, eventualities they need yeah, to and I said a lot. be prepared okay, so. for? And you said, well, the, the, and the point you make is very important. Um, it, it, you kind of went by it really quickly, but it is super important. It's that when you get funding in this uh -huh. way, um, it's really the person that's funding your project that is quote unquote, uh, I, I wanna say calling the shots, but really um, it's your project as well. Yeah. But it, uh, kind of clarify what role does the investor play then? Because I think that's important for someone yeah, getting I, money in this way to know how to, um, uh, because it's not a traditional way of accepting money. So when you get money in this sense, um, in this method, um, how should they uh, be able to navigate, I should say, sure. the best way. Because like you say, whoever is giving the money in this way really can, uh, is calling the shots. How should the person getting the money um, fit into that kind of role? Okay. In the same vein, I uh, know a project that only needs a, a little over $10 million. Uh -huh. It's very speculative. So I spoke with a very, very high net worth. This guy controls a family office. And after we, they kind of went through their due diligence and, and spoke with me, they said, Regan, he, here's what I'm willing to do. I, I know they're, they're needing a little over 10 million. I'm not gonna put 10 million of my own money that I've worked hard for, for that. Here's what I will do. I'm willing to allocate 100 million to go towards that business and to get it out of my country here. But, and there is a big but there, whatever money is collected in interest and that I make an interest can go to him. So let's assume he's getting 8% in the market mm -hmm. and 8% of a hundred million, when that comes in, when those dividends come in, that's when he'll be able to use it for his project. And then when he gets another dividend, whether he's getting eight to 10% in the market, it goes to him, goes to the principal of the project. Therefore, if he does something foolish with the money and then we find out about it, then the next year when the dividends come in, he doesn't get his, we don't continue to fund this project. Yeah, that's, that's a really, really uh, interesting and innovative concept 
because if you when you when you strip it down the investor really isn't investing any money but he's able to use what money he has to generate the funds for to 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 support this project yeah and think about this even if it was a technology yeah. yeah, and think about this. What if it was a technology that, again, in my opinion, very speculative, it's a new invention. We, I mean, we're talking speculative to the extreme here. Mm -hmm. And if that person said, look, I need a million this quarter, I need another million here, I need, so let's assume he maybe only needed three, he or she only needed three million for the business. Well, that's real simple. All I have to do is find somebody that has 10 million in liquid that doesn't want to touch that, that is anti-risk and anti-investing in any business that could fail. They'd say, I'll take 10 million here. They say, look, what you don't know is I make about 10, 12% annually in the market. So if I was to make 12 to 15%, like the person claimed he got last year, when I get the 10% of my 10 million, which is 1 million, I'll give it to that foolish idiot that has that technology that may or may not fail or may or may not succeed. Chances are it's probably going to fail. Then I will talk with him or her or her four to six months from now. How are you doing with their business? If when you gave them that million, they headed off to Tahiti. Congratulations. We're not going to take you to court, but you ain't getting another million. Now, if again, you say, this is what I've done with the little that you've given me. And oh, by the way, I made a lot of mistakes. I hired the wrong people. I blew the money here. And as a result, I'm embarrassed to admit, I haven't really been the best steward of the million. But here's what I did with it. Well, it's okay. He didn't lose the money. It was interest. So he'd say, you know what? I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate that you learned something. Let's, let's do half a million this round. Let's see what you can do. Stay in communication with me. And you just might get another half a million. Awesome. Uh, I, you know, Regan, we're, we're, um, we talk a lot about yeah. these types of funding. And yeah. every time I talk to you about it, I learn something new. And today I learned something new about, Ugh. you know, this, that, that's really something uh, I'm pretty sure not just me, but maybe other entrepreneurs out there uh, says, man, I wish somebody had guided me to this guy to say, um, let's look at some other options. You know, not not necessarily saying he's the guy for you and he's going to mm -hmm. make sure you get funding to whatever um, level you need, but at least there are so many other options for you to employ to make sure that your idea has a chance to get from idea to actual and to get whether it's on a shelf manifests itself in a massive um, complex or uh, community, uh, it, it's, it's mind blowing, um, the different options you can have, provided you know about them and how to go and how to find somebody who can help you in that way. And that's what we're doing here today. 
So um, Regan, I've, you know, I now have my money. I'm talking to my investors. I'm doing my thing um, and I'm on my way. Uh, what is your, and I ask all my guests this, um, in, in the space that you're in, um, what would be your ideal? Um, I, I mean, I know that's a loaded question, but if your dream client were to walk in your door, what would they look like? What would they have to have? In what areas should they be prepared um, when they walk in and say, Regan, this is what I have, um, help me. Sure. A uh, couple of things I want to say on that. <laughs> there aren't a couple. Uh, I just forgot well, what I was going to say. <laughs> I was hoping I would. The, the ideal candidate that I like to work with is somebody that, now I remember what I was going to say. Let me say that first for your listeners and for everyone that's hearing this just might be a a gold nugget that you may apply to your business and that is that and I can't believe I forgot it again but oh you want to be able to find a niche that only you can fit in and sometimes people think that they can reach out to everyone in the world and they say everybody's my my market, everybody's my client, they're, they're not, and you wouldn't be able to handle the capacity of everyone in the world reaching out to you. And they won't reach out to you. If you want people reaching out to you, you want to find a niche and you find a one that is so small that only you fit into it. Now, getting to what my ideal candidate, I like that person that has uh, had some challenges in life right? I like to help that underdog. If someone comes to me and they say, gosh, I, oh, you, you remember this. I don't think it was a project that you sent me, but I think I sent it to you. And I said, look, just look at this business plan. Look at the arrogance of this. And the person said, I am the best at this. I am the this. And then with this team of people, he said, I think you might remember this, that the person said, I am an attorney at the ninth largest uh, or most prestigious law firm in the United States, but whatever that means, what does prestigious mean and what is ninth largest? I, I said, wow, man, you, I don't think you need me. Go, go, go find somebody else if you really think that you have all the answers. So to answer the question, I want someone that is humble and willing to listen. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, that they're coachable. I, I think that's the answer. If, someone, if, someone who is from the school of hard knocks, and it's an entrepreneur that is has been um, working his fingers to the bone to make sure that his idea gets out there. He's not having much success, but he stumbles up on you. Uh -huh. He's going to tell you what he's been through um and how much money he's maybe lost yeah or, or invested unwisely and now here you are and he's he's someone who is um completely open to 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 new and uh, uh unconventional ideas and he's he's going to be the guy who's coachable 
And yeah. if you know anything about sports, some of the most successful uh, coach will tell you that guy was coachable. So um, Regan, uh -huh. please tell our listeners if they want to find you, um, ask you questions, how can they reach you? I know you're on, um, your website is Fifth Avenue Capital. But it's not. It's that's, not? That's the name okay. of the business, but no. Well, well, I was mistaken. You're the yeah, CEO yeah. of Fifth Avenue Capital, but how can uh, our listeners reach you? Sure. Uh, probably the best is through LinkedIn. Uh, okay. You mentioned the website. It's tough for people to, it's the number five and then TH after it. So every time I say that, every but they can just they can just go they can just go search Regan Rodriguez on LinkedIn. That's right. Okay, awesome. So um, Regan, thank you so so much for being here You're today. Quite welcome. We learned a lot. Um, and to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please once again share the broadcast with everyone in your world. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel like this video um, subscribe to the channel so that everyone else out there can have access to the awesome information and those entrepreneurs out there who are struggling and searching can find what they need please watch our videos every wednesday 7 p.m eastern and until we meet again thank you for tuning in and have an awesome week